BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and we are here for another Friday mini edition of Here for the Right Reasons to catch you up on the biggest headlines in Bachelor Nation. Of course, this Chris Harrison situation has continued to make headlines. There has been some movement as Chris went on GMA this week, and he apologized again he spoke a little bit about what he's been up to in the last month because now it's been a month since all of this went down i feel like i've talked about it nonstop, but i also feel like it was yesterday i can't believe it's been an entire month since the chris harrison rachel and the extra interview that sort of rocked bachelor nation obviously um We know Chris Harrison is not hosting after the final rose. That was decided a long time ago. And we have our new host, Emmanuel Acho, who everyone I've talked to in Bachelor Nation is very excited about. I caught up with Mike Johnson yesterday. There's a story on the site, and he was telling me that he knows he's the right person for the job because he knows how to have uncomfortable conversations. And I think that, you know, for people of color who want representation on the show and want accountability, it will be great for him to lead the conversation with Matt. And then for white viewers who are trying to understand what's going on and move forward and hopefully contribute in a positive way, we'll, you know, learn a lot and it'll, it'll benefit everyone. I personally think, um, which brings me to the GMA situation. I think it was interesting timing to have Chris Harrison do this interview now. And I'll tell you why. Um, first of all, I think it's kind of bizarre to do this in the middle of everything going on. I think it would have made a little bit more sense to do it post after the final rose and kind of close Matt's season that way and discuss everything that went down and maybe have Chris Harrison comment on what he saw in after the final rose and have more of a dialogue about it because it felt like weird timing. However, of course, they're trying to figure out what's going on with The Bachelorette. And while Reality Steve again says, now Katie's The Bachelorette again. We had Reality Steve coming out saying that Katie was The Bachelorette and was going to be announced at Women's Hall. Then he took that back and said she still was. Then he said she's not at all. Now he's saying she is again. I don't know if there's any truth to that. Everything I've heard is that they haven't made a decision yet. I'm inclined to believe that just because we've we've seen switch ups before. We've seen, you know, bachelor people claim they're getting on the plane and the next morning they've turned on their TV and they see someone else was announced. So I don't think they've made a full decision yet. I think they're waiting to see how this plays out. But they also are going to have a quick turnaround because The Bachelorette usually films mid-March through May and then premieres at the end of May. It's always a quick, fast-paced thing. And even though the ratings have been down a little bit, I don't think they have any plans to stop because summer TV, also the rating expectations are lower. And if they have a summer without 
The Bachelor, that would really affect ABC's programming. I mean, we saw last summer when they didn't have Paradise, they immediately just did that greatest seasons ever thing. So they want The Bachelor to air during the summer on ABC. I think that's pretty clear. That being said, they need to make a decision about Chris Harrison and they need to make a decision about who the lead's going to be. So I think that the timing of this GMA thing could have been, okay, if we see how we're test the waters here now and see how people are feeling about him in the situation, we can make a decision and move forward because if they they need a host or they need some sort of plan because The Bachelorette is going to start filming very soon. Um, however, like I said, I think it was kind of bizarre for as a viewer, not thinking about the future to figure out, you know, this after final rose, I thought it was kind of weird timing. But anyway, as always, I encourage you to go watch these interviews for yourself, but I'm going to read you some of Chris Harrison's quotes and kind of break down some of the reaction from Bachelor Nation and fans. He said, quote, I am saddened and shocked at how insensitive I was in that interview with Rachel Lindsay. I didn't speak from my heart, and that's to say I stand against all forms of racism, and I am deeply sorry. I talked to Rachel, not since she deactivated her Instagram account, but I talked with Rachel initially, and I apologize if I want to do it again. I am incredibly sorry. To anyone who is throwing hate towards Rachel Lindsay, please stop. It's unacceptable. Chris Harrison also revealed he's working with faith leaders, scholars, a race educator, and strategist in order to better himself. And when asked about the comment of the 2018 versus 2021 situation with the antebellum party that Rachel Kirkinell was at, he said, quote, antebellum parties are not okay. Past, present, future, knowing what that represents is unacceptable. He also noted, I'm not a victim here. Racism, oppression, those are big dynamic problems and they take serious work and I committed to that work. I plan to be back and I want to be back. This interview is not the finish line. There is a lot, there's much more work to be done and I'm excited to be part of that change. You know, I'm not really in the business of judging apologies. I've said that before. And I think the decision of how to move forward when someone apologizes for something that hurt people is always really complicated. Um, And obviously, it's ABC's decision on whether they want Chris Harrison to be the one to lead The Bachelor into some sort of, I don't know if it's a new era, but they obviously want, hopefully, they want to make the right decisions to prevent this from happening again. Like the show in the last couple of years has come under fire for a lot of different reasons. And I think that, you know, certain scandals are always going to happen when you're inviting messy people to be on a reality show, but there's some really serious ones. And I think they did make an effort to make changes. We heard Tasha say she had a diversity coach on her season. She felt comfortable. She saw diversity behind the camera and they don't want to ruin that. And that was a great season of the show for a lot of reasons. And they don't want to ruin that and go backwards, but they need to make the right decisions on moving forward. And I think the Chris Harrison of it all is really complicated. I don't, you know, know what the right answer is. Some people thought, including the person who interviewed him on GMA, that it was a little lackluster. Um, His apology is his apology, but I felt like I got nothing more than a service response to any of this. Obviously, he's a man who wants to clearly stay on the show, but only time will tell if there's any meaning behind his words. I kind of agreed with that as I was watching this interview. I thought it kind of seemed like Chris Harrison was reading off a script, Um, but he is also a very polished guy. Like I've interviewed him before and he always sort of sounds professional and like he's saying all the right things, not necessarily in a bad way, just like he's done this show for so many years and he knows the points to hit. He's very media trained. So I don't know if that was just another example of that. That being said, you know, he did apologize several times. I don't think Chris Harrison should be canceled. I don't think everyone should be like, you should never have another opportunity again, hosting or working. I don't think that that's the solution here. Um, And I don't think that that benefit anyone. But I also, like I said, I don't know if he's the perfect person to lead the show anymore, just with the direction that they want to go. I wanted to read some of the reactions to this, including from Rachel Lindsay, of course. And 
something really interesting that Rachel Lindsay has said on Extra and on her Higher Learning podcast is that she didn't want this to turn into Chris Harrison versus Rachel Lindsay. And I think for some people and for some, sometimes it did. And I think the media is part of that. I think everyone looking to her for guidance all the time is part of that. I think it, it, you know, it, it turned into that, but it's, there's a bigger learning moment here, but she did say, quote, I do accept the apology. I think it's important for me to say that I haven't really talked about Chris in the statement because I'm not trying to make this Chris versus Rachel. But the fact that once again, you know, this isn't the first time he's apologized to me. He apologized again on GMA. I do accept that. And I think it's important to say that because we need to move forward. And for me, for us to move forward, I need to accept the apology so we can all better from this situation, which is what we want. This was on extra. She also said, I think that in 2020, it was all about people realizing things that they hadn't before. It was a level of awareness that was created that people hadn't necessarily recognized. And of that was also came conversation out of that also came conversations that we should be having, whether they're tough, uncomfortable, whatever it may be. Isn't that what the show will be about? It's bigger than just The Bachelor. It's bigger than just a reality show. There are a lot of issues that have come up because of this interview. And I think it's important to continue the discussion and move forward. I think that's the best thing we can hope for all of this. And I totally agree, which again, we don't need to cancel Chris Harrison, but I think that the show has a decision to make on whether they want him to be the host anymore. I, I, mean, I believe that he you know, regrets what he said. I think he could have maybe gone a little bit more specific into why he said it and maybe acknowledged I didn't realize what I was saying. And I you know, spoke about cancel culture, but it wasn't necessarily the right time to be talking about that because I should have denounced this party first. I don't know. It brings me back to what I talked about last week with people like Ivan and Mike Johnson and past Bachelor contestants who are technically the future of the franchise with the spinoffs and with who the next Bachelorette's going to be and whether they want to be associated with the show. And I think that, or Chris Harrison. So an example of that was Serena P who obviously just was sent home on Matt's season, did an interview with ET. And she said, um, with the Bachelorette season being so soon, I would struggle with Chris as the host because the amount of work that needs to be done here. I would need to see the changes that have been happening in his life and the actions that he has taken, and we will be continuing to move forward to feel comfortable in welcoming him to the Bachelorette season. So that's just an example of one you know, person of color from the franchise. Obviously, no one's necessarily said Serena P is going to be the Bachelorette, and not every person of color feels the same way. Not every white person feels the same way. Not every anyone feels the same way. Um, but it's an example of someone... Another example, like like Ivan, of someone who doesn't necessarily know if they'd want to be associated with the franchise if Chris Harrison is still the host. So that's a risk that ABC and the show would be taking if they did bring him back. Or we could turn it around and say, you know, she said, I need to see what would be done. Maybe there would be a bigger conversation between Chris and whoever the lead is, if it's a person of color or if it's not, about what has been going on behind the scenes and what the show should do and have an open dialogue about it. I think my most consistent message from the beginning of this is that the show needs to be really transparent because people on both sides of the spectrum here are going to want to know why decisions were made, whether Chris is back or whether he's not. Um, and I think that the show being honest about it and everyone is so interested in the juiciness of behind the scenes of the bachelor anyway. So in that sense too, I think it would just make a lot of sense for them to be super transparent about the decision they make and why they made it. Um, Rachel, I thought this was interesting. Serena also spoke about Rachel Kirknell during this ET interview and everything that went down. And she said, quote, I was surprised if I'm being honest when all this came out, I didn't expect her. There was nothing in the house that made me predict that something like this would be associated with Rachel. It was difficult to learn about. I'm looking forward to her continuing to speak out on it, especially once her time on the show ends and she can really come out and speak further. And I do think that she has learned a lot since that time in her life. And I encourage her to continue learning. 
Serena also revealed that she was her roommate in, at Nemecolon, so they were close. There's been some discussion. A lot of us were quite close friends and we're exhausted. We're tired. It has been a lot on this a lot this season. It feels like constant, never-ending disappointment. We are adamant to continue the fight and to continue to use our voices to support Rachel Lindsay through this, as well as the people of color within the franchise to continue to end this fight against racism. So, I don't know. I've said it before. I've said it again this season. It's unfortunate that Matt James' journey to find love was overshadowed by, I think, two things. One, the drama in the house that I think they edited too heavily. Whether it happened or not, I think we could have seen a little bit more of the love stories. I've said that from the beginning. And this whole controversy with Chris Harrison and Rachel Kirkinell. I also think that this After the Final Rose is going to be an interesting turning point in the franchise, also with Chris Harrison and maybe seeing... You know, we've never seen The Bachelor without him. Maybe we'll realize how badly we we need him. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Maybe The Bachelorette season isn't the answer and you do you do that without him. But then if he came back for Paradise, I just feel like it'd be bizarre. Like, remember that one season Chris Harrison wasn't on? But maybe it's what's, what's necessary. Maybe it's not about making all the perfect decisions, but giving him actually more time to learn from these advisors that he's hired. And again, I think if Chris Harrison is is doing all this, he should be open and honest and share people what, what he's learned specifically and enlighten his audience who, cause there's a lot of people who obviously support Chris and he should speak directly to them too. And, you know, can thank them for their support, but also explain why I feel felt like I needed to apologize, why I've looked into this stuff. And then everyone can learn and grow and move on. Like Rachel Lindsay said, because I miss when the show was fun. And I miss when we could just watch it and there weren't such heavy implications. But the only thing that's going to change that is if behind the scenes, there is more of a representation and a, a just real life and diversity behind the camera in front of the camera, like they have did for Tasha and Claire season. I think that that season was so well done um, for a lot of different reasons, even though it was fun to make fun of La Quinta Inn and the lack of creative dates. But that was part of the fun too, you guys. Remember the simpler times when that's what we're making fun of. So again, I encourage all of you to go watch Chris Harrison on Good Morning America. You can watch Rachel Lindsay's reaction to everything on Extra and on Higher Learning. And the only other thing I wanted to talk about is Heather Martin. So remember during my episode with Blake, which if you haven't listened to, we recapped the Women Tell All. We talked about it a pretty good amount, but we also talked about Blake's time on the show on Tuesday. And we talked about these rumors that Heather was at Women Tell All. And was edited out. And I told you at the time that Heather was like ignoring all the questions about it on her Instagram, but answering other questions. So I think it probably just got to be so much that everyone was like, why were you edited out of Women Tall that she did this to um, this video on her Instagram story of the episode airing. And then she like looked behind just same way how you could see like the side of her face out at Women Tell All. She recreated that on her Instagram with her long blonde hair. And that was the seemingly the confirmation that I think we're going to get of Heather was at Women Tell All. She was edited out. We still don't know why. There's this crazy conspiracy theory going on that Heather and Matt are dating and that they cut her out because they didn't want to fuel the rumors. It makes no sense, you guys. I really like think there's a zero percent chance this is true but it's kind of fun and silly and there's this instagram morgan p talks or tiktok morgan p talks who made a video about it and one of the things she pointed out was that they were both in the same state and uh, the same city in california and they had both marked like their location tags at the same time and it was like a random place to be because matt lives in new york obviously he's been in california for like bachelor stuff but um and heather lives there and then the other big piece of quote-unquote evidence was that matt made an instagram caption robe season of him in a robe not with heather with one of his other contestants and then heather at the same time had an instagram story of her wearing a robe so like matt's post was a shout out to her instagram story 
I don't think this is true, like I said, but I love that Bachelor Nation never sleeps and that they're constantly trying to put stuff like this together. I think it's more so that they had to edit down the women tell all and the Heather stuff was kind of another example of bullying. And they didn't lean that heavily into that. As I said before, obviously, I didn't love that this whole season was like about the women and the drama. You know, you love a little drama, but I thought it got a little carried away and they took away the love. But then if you're going to do that, then give me the women tell all with my resolution. And I was kind of upset that they flipped the switch then and decided not to talk about it as much. We got a little bit with Victoria, a little bit with Ryan, a little bit with... um the escort stuff, but not, not enough in my opinion for to have watched a whole season about these women fighting. I didn't get resolution, but maybe the Heather stuff was just piled on and they didn't think it made sense to include it. Um, I think that's kind of weird, but you know, it's, it's too late. Um, as for next week's episode, we're going into fantasy suites. We love fantasy suites, um, or I love fantasy suites at least, and then we're going to see Matt's dad. In that promo, we saw Matt's dad. Um, I'm trying to pinpoint exactly when they had a fault, like how when last time Matt spoke to his dad was, because there are like some reports that he was like ambushed and he didn't know his dad was coming. That'd be kind of shady. You know, I'm sure the franchise would say something like, oh, we reached out and we didn't know if you would want to, just the same way we reached out to your mom. I would hope that we're going to see Matt James know he's coming because I don't think that would be great otherwise. But I'm really excited for Fantasy Suites. I think, as Blake said, Fantasy Suites can be, you know, when people start to crack a little bit because it's you get alone time. You might fall more in quote unquote love. You're worried about what's happening in the other fantasy suites. These women still have to live together on this resort. Adds an extra layer, which we saw during Claire and Tasha's season. And yeah. Oh, by the way, you guys, speaking of Claire, I saw a picture of a fan who met Dale in New York City. And while the person went up to Dale to like take a picture, he was FaceTiming with Claire and they took a picture of the FaceTime Dale and the fan. So if we didn't already need to have the confirmation we needed that they were back together, they, they definitely are because he was walking in New York City FaceTiming her and then showed the fan. So they're not hiding it, but maybe they're taking it slow, which is why they're not being overly with the Instagrams like they were before. Probably smart. I don't know. Um, can't wait for Fantasy Suites. Then we have our big finale. There are still rumors that this After the Final Rose is being pre-taped, could be being pre-taped this weekend. If that's true, um, you know, we don't go too much into spoilers here, but if anything big comes out, would be... We'll, we will share next week. Um, don't forget to come back and listen on Tuesday as we recap Fantasy Suites and come back every Friday for your big your big breakdown of the news. I love, I keep getting Instagram DMs from some of you guys telling me what you think and what you want to happen. And I don't know, we'll be back next week. So don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, leave a five-star review and come back every week for a new episode of Here for the Right Reasons. 